Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know what we think. So we really appreciate every single listen that we get and we, we're doing our best. You never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no subscription. It's a one-time thing. You can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never not demonetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help. We absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson, every bit of feedback and everything going. So if you want, you'll find the link on our Twitter. It's pinned or on our link tree. It should be in there too. So it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Graham, and the two of us are just going to talk about the Merseyside derby today. Uh, Liverpool to Everton nil at full time. Um, Graham, I'll be honest, mate. It's you can't even talk about the game without getting pissed off at certain things. You know, I I said the other day I just want to try and focus on football um, and what Dice does on the field and stuff. But again, it, it's another derby that's ruined by sheer incompetence and BS. Um, we'd like to talk about the game. And there's a lot of our team played really well. I thought, you know, there was some standout performance. Tarkowski and Brandt were sensational all the way through the game. Um, Mikhailenko was solid. Amadou Onana was absolutely brilliant. Jack Harrison and McNeil were, were bright sparks as well. But again, mate, just, just gets overshadowed by, you know, sheer BS from the officials. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, mate. What's your take? No, I, I agree. I agree with most of that. Um, just, just wee bits, wee bits of dunk there, just. But um, I'll start from the, I'll start from the top. Um, right, well, in regards to how I feel about Sean Dyche, I, I, I didn't expect much of it. So you know what? There's no sort of like I'm, I'm tired of Dyche's side the other. Mm. I think against any other team in any other stadium in England, apart from the obvious, you know, maybe away at. Uh, the Emirates are away a day at the ads, you know, just or any other stadium with a Middle Eastern name. Um, you know, I, I think I think we would have struggled, but you know, you can see that blueprint still when we're away. It was still set up for 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 me for a measure playing playing wise. I yeah. thought the players were in a much more just to echo what Sean Dice was saying in a much more strict sort of disciplined style of play. I, I yeah. thought the defensive players were really. I thought Amadou Onana was very good. Yeah. Um. I, I I think he's growing and growing, and we're starting to get you know nearly the thing we've all lost our head over him at some point in some way. But you know, you bring it back to that Fellaini comparison, and it's just like oh, we have to give him a season, and then just kick in the gear, and, and then we all remember that as soon as he ruined Michael Carrick at United, that was Fellaini up and running. Well, Onana's yeah. sort of in the second season now getting that traction. And, and building that confidence and his play, and I've, I've no problem with that because yeah. you can start to see that 
and he's got in the midfield and maybe maybe the Ghana partnership was holding him back, who knows, but mm. Ian Garner can express themselves more. But but ultimately our standouts were as as you said, yeah, Branthwaite, Tarkovsky, if that Tarkovsky give like a, an old Jagielka style performance. Um yeah. Branthwaite, regardless of maybe if it's a couple of small errors and stuff, you know, it, it's like I was a centre half myself. What a centre half partnership is about is the partnership. You know, yeah. you can be in sync, one can make an error for the other to recover. They learn. You've seen that today with Tarkovsky getting the two blocks on. Mm. off Branthwaite's error but Branthwaite was phenomenal he really really was yeah. he did not look out of place so there's a Rolls Royce again just to echo that sentiment that everyone's saying I thought for all his grief he gets I thought Mikolenko did really well the problem mm. is he's only a one way defender yeah he cannot go forward he's very limited in that way but Mo Salah was in his pocket yeah you know at the start at the start Salah got past him but after that it was fine and it's no surprise Salah came to life Albeit a penalty and a, a tap on at the end, but mm -hmm. it's fantastic it happened. But at Salah's standard, that's his tap ons um, at the end. But you know, it, it didn't give him a lot. McLenko, I thought he was really, really good today, and he yeah. deserves that credit. Mm -hmm. um, I'll come back to the defense. Uh, so yeah, I thought Onana was great, but ultimately for me, I thought Garner, uh, Harrison, Decore, uh, McNeil, and uh, Calvert Lewin just they weren't at it. Mm. They weren't at it, and it's it's that Everton thing where they struggle to express themselves against that team, which to me is a psychological thing because they have looked as much as. And I know, I know that you wear Sean Dice pajamas. I know that, John. You know, <laughs> I'm not joking. You definitely do not. Um, but you know, pe people don't mind him. Pe people do, but mm. you cannot deny the fact that one of the most irritating things is you can be so against it because you're not getting the results in the side and the other, but you cannot deny that we have at sometimes an extreme fluidity of play going forward and breaking on that counter now the mm -hmm. problem is we only have a plan a yeah and if, if you don't have a plan b you're in trouble but we have that counter attacking style and against anybody else we're able to get that out there we just can't put it in the onion bag mm. but i think that was more psychological today that was the derby nerves yeah. Um, so I'm not going to slate the manager. I'm not going to slate the team. But um, yeah, just the, the referee and just to, to take that game away, that sting, the inconsistencies, which we all touch on. But you know, just 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 to put it out there, because you see, I, as you know, I very rarely go on Twitter, but I couldn't help myself tonight. And you know, a lot of reds going back to blues and all other things where they're saying things like. Uh, no, give over and no, well he didn't put the ball in the back of the net but that's not the thing when you go down to 10 men when you can't put a challenge in without getting a card thrown at you yep I'm sorry like but that that is that is the thing that assists those goals Absolutely. it's not that cross ball it's those things and it's just it's, it's shutting up the gates and that's so massively frustrating and that's especially yep. in a Merseyside derby you know so it's just Massively, massively frustrating. Massive inconsistencies against across the game. You look at all the stats that are associated, the everything and everyone, which we'll come to. And it's just you. This is honest. Now, I've I am one of the biggest moaners in this podcast, probably fucking, probably the biggest moaner. But and I know I've said it in anger and a bit in jest, where you're like, there is a you know, there's a narrative against our club in this and the other. But oh my god. If there was ever a day, do you, you know, do you think you've seen an alien in the X Files? This was it. Yeah. This was fucking it. 
It, it's crazy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. You're literally watching, and we're all calling every single fucking thing that happens. Yeah. You nearly think Michael Keane was paid to handle the ball. And no harm, people are saying he can't help it. You do not stand with your hand in that position. Whatever the rules now are, is if it hits your ball and it or hits your hand and it dictates the flight of the ball, you don't do that. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. It really is. And he's a massive liability. And that would probably be my biggest criticism of Sean Dyche, mm. apart from playing Ashley Young as well. But you know, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll let you go to town on Ashley Young because I'm I know I haven't been on the pod a lot recently with a lot going on, but he, he's he's pissed me off for a wee while and to be absolutely honest I give him the benefit of the, of the doubt I thought as a utility man a guy he'd come off the bench you know like a Michelangelo playing 60 minutes and you're like oh right we've got this far he's flagging or this sad and the other by yeah. all means drop him on we need an emergency midfielder emergency winger drop him on yeah. 30 minute player not a 90 minute player mm. not an 80, 70, 60 minute player he's not No, um, he's, 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 he's stank the gaff out but you know just again you can talk about deaths because let's face it too. People were talking about Ben Goffrey and stuff. Ben Goffrey's fucking shite. So yeah. let's 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 not say that over Keane because the two of them are as bad as each other. Yep. They literally just have if you glued them together, mm. you would literally get uh Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Realistically, you you would. Yeah. It's impossible. You know. But um Yeah. Just it's just <sighs> shite. It's just shite. And even at that, a player of Ashley Young's experience. You know, I'm talking there about the minutes he can play. Um, he was on what 37 minutes was it? Was it 37 minutes? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because mm. they had 10 minutes to write it out. 37 minutes, and a part of he put a fantastic challenge block on at the start of the game. Fantastic, and I literally said to myself, "This, this is where Ashley Young maybe will stand up." Yeah. Jesus, I, I apologize to everybody listening because it must be on me. Because <laughs> after that, fuck me, what a tit. What an absolute tit. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, just just frustrating, massively frustrating, but at the same time, I'm not because it's, like, it's like guys and workers are coming up to me and they're all excited. These fucking these, these stupid can be reds and they're they're coming up trying to trying to give it. And I just said, look, if, if you don't beat us by threes or shout. And I literally had no come at me because then they knew straight away. Like when, when we were oh, I just said it took a penalty and a last minute goal. Yeah, they seal it. They yep. seal that against Eman Everton for 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 like mm -hmm. for, for nearly an hour's worth of play. Yeah, I was all user shite, mm -hmm. and it, it's showing. It's absolutely showing now that user find out and the, the occasion got to use. Yeah, I'm not going to go into what I was saying there. Obviously, they're not shit. They're a very good team, but um, you know what? They lacked a lot, and I know sometimes in derbies it can freeze out. But we were penned. And actually, another thing, because people will criticise the two about the fucking Sean Dyson stuff, uh, parking the bus. We tried the break because we nearly got broke on quite a few times in the first half. The wild, where yeah. I was yeah. off. And you know what? That was brave. Regardless of if you think it's it's intelligent or idiotic, it was brave because we don't do that. Mm. So I'm giving that credit where it's due. You mm. know, I'm not, I'm not changing my flag on the mast. I'm not saying, oh, I'm, I'm pro Dyson because... I'm not pro I'm not fully anti dash When I come on here and I'm like dash out, it's usually just because I'm being a pet on Pollock. But he, he tried that. And another thing too is then this is all we just came and parked the bus. He tried to push the fullbacks up, but they got penned in. But 
that was a tactical change mid-game. And we yeah. don't see that from Everton managers. We mm-hmm. literally have criticised every manager since Moyes, or even Moyes anyway, um, for not changing a formation mid-game that is needed to accommodate the game. Yeah. And we haven't. So you know what? And it was a fucking penalty in a last-minute goal. So you yeah. have to give that credit because we give enough shit on this podcast. Mm. I think we're probably the, the biggest criers podcast going. Everyone tries to be more professional. We're just tits. <laughs> do, do you get what I'm saying, though? You know, so I, I think that wee bit of kudos is deserved. Yeah. So I'm I'm not raging about it. It's fucking Anfield. Mm. We do not go there and win. Doesn't yeah. happen. No. If you look at the record, like over the last many years, percentage wise, we, we had no right to go there thinking we could win. Nope. So you know what? No, I can brush that off and move on to the next couple of fixtures. Yeah, I understand her. First time away in the next one. Yeah, adventurous yeah, at the very least. Yeah, but um, I think we can go away there and implement that plan we've been doing away from home and, and maybe try and get something. Who knows? Yeah, yep. knows? maybe. Uh, just going back to the actual young thing there, I think Andrew summed it up perfectly earlier on. He said it's, he's a 30. Oh, poetry. Unreal. Sorry, say it again there. I chatted over you, but it was absolute poetry emotion. I couldn't Genius. have said it any better. Yeah. He said he's a 38 year old Holgate. That's Spot on, absolutely spot on, Andrew. Um, really is, isn't it? It's brilliant. Um, but I mean, we were saying like the other day with Shane, you know, and Andrew on the pod, you know, if there's one change that you would make, it would be Patterson for Young because Patterson played well for Scotland. Um, so I don't understand why Young starting. Not, I, for me, it's not even that because like international football, you know, Scotland have got better, like, but you know, it's still international level football. It, like Liverpool targeted him. With all, due res- with all due respect to that too, it's not like Ashley Young is keeping him out of the side. Mm. Us as fans, you see, Dice isn't keeping him in there on merit. He's keeping him in there because he feels like he can trust him because they're mates. You yeah. know, yeah. for me anyway, that, that that's that's my perception. Yeah. But in regards to like Patterson, it's, he's not being played out of his position. Yeah. I know that mean it sounds sounds weird, but do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Ashley Young schooling him at right back. Mm. It's not, and it's annoying because it feels like Ashley Young's the cozy on the tea on on the teapot until Coleman's back. Yeah, and it should be Patterson there being coached, mm. like literally with Coleman. If Coleman's going to be there coming off the bench, he should be like standing up with Dice whenever he can and give advice and mouth this advice. So Ashley Young's not a right back. It should be the case that Coleman shouldn't get in the squad because Patterson's being that good, but. It's yeah, but look, Patterson's going to get a chance to get on there next week, so yeah, let's uh, just hope something works out. Michelenko doesn't get injured, and Ashley Young just he learns to sit in the bench and gets that treatment of you let the side down, yeah. and he did, he let the team down, yeah, he did. But what, 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 I mean, he committed two fouls, Ashley Young. The first one, I don't think, was a yellow card, the second one was, but at that point. Uh, the referee just fucking crumbled. He shit his pants. That their their left back Simicas, three fouls, no bookings, and young oh, yeah. fouls. And the he, carbon copy was it on Garner or Harrison? Was it Harrison? And he stopped dead and took him. Yeah. Harrison took him clean out. Yeah, that was horrendous. Like, that was. Don't get me wrong, too. You know, Ashley Young. It is a case of can you look at them and say they're bookings? Thought the first one was harsh. Second one, definitely. Mm. That's me being honest as, as a football fan, not an Everton fan. So that's the one. But when there's not that consistency, when there isn't that consistency, like what happened there with Guati? Did I say it right? Um, 
Uh, it was just horrendous. Mm. Absolutely horrendous when Beto turned and was away. He was in. I don't care if the left back was a wee bit down. He was in no way able to affect that play yep. over at least, what, 15, 20 yards? Yep. Maybe. And then better when Beto turns, he's away. Yeah. Like. Moth, 10 seconds after. So, yeah, yeah. Klopp knew. And you've seen that clip on Twitter too. The reporter asked him, mm. Do you think Everton fans <laughs> should have the right to this game we played? But there was. um. I think the Athletic might have been the Athletic or the Echo. I'm not too sure. Um, I don't think it was. I think it was Joe Thomas. Mm-hmm. Just a, a quote from his article. It was just. It was powerful, but it was like tragic because yeah. it was like, you know, Everton fans worried all week. You know that that could come back to bite them, mm-hmm. and it bought and it bit them in such such a hard way or something like that. You no, know, that's not the quote, okay. but basically, yeah, because. Just, in poetry emotion and just yeah. so delicately put as he always does do anyway that it's just uh, it just seconds you it just seconds you yeah and when the reds can't really talk much about it that it says it all doesn't it yeah absolutely mate uh there's a stat here and, and this is from a spares a spares page on twitter because obviously they got you know that, that they were in that controversial uh, game last week against liverpool and um, so yeah in liverpool's two games since playing spares They've received two penalties, a red card in their favour, and escaped a blatant second yellow. So, you know, crying. They won a Champions League yeah. final against Spurs with a penalty that wasn't the penalty, and they Absolutely. have the cheek to cry on the way they fucking do. 100%, mate, yeah. yeah they're, just, they're, they're, they're entitled, and you know what? You can't blame them, because the Premier League and UEFA and probably any other person that can mollycoddle any team hmm. all does it. They Liverpool. They're yeah. a spoiled child. Mm. They're spoiled children. Like my my children have a plethora of friends. My kids are a bit spoiled themselves, like to be absolutely honest. But but they're good kids. But you know, you, you, you find these kids and they're just everything's theirs and this that and that. And yes, they're only kids, and that and that's okay because that's all part of growing up. But this is a this is one of the biggest football franchises in the world, and they still have a personality, yeah, of a petulant child that is yeah. spoiled, that okay. wants all the best things, that is hard done by, and yeah. that's not fair. Klopp's complaining now about kickoff times, this, that, and the other. You know, what What does he want? He, he, he literally wants his cake, and he wants to eat it, and he wants yours too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, he's and and it's masked because yeah. all the media and this, that, and the other, but he's a character. He's mm. this, he's that. You know, and uh, it's their players. And you think back to their fans. Fuck me. Special breeding. Don't get me wrong. It's not just, a, like, he's obviously me as a traveling fan. I know lots of fans that travel over all the time and, and they're diehard and hardcore and they know their football and they have a level head on them. So it's not just the local fans in that sense where it always seems to get put that way. I'll defend any traveling fan, to be honest. But remember, like, even just the mindset, you know, when they were going through that the season they won the league, where, you know, that no one was there and everything was fucking cheated and VAR got them the VAR title. Remember that? Yeah. Well, like, he went through their team Allison, he's the best keeper in the world. Mm. Trent Allen, he's the best right back in the world. Yeah, Van Dijk and Maddox, oh, the best uh, centre half partnership in the world. Mm. Andy Robs, best you know, in the world. Henderson, best at what he does in the world. That petulance again, and that, and that sort of brattiness, you mm-hmm. know, and just my my shit stinks of fucking gold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just it, it just. Peter's on like the fans have calmed down and it's the worst thing in the world that they've had to like sell fucking Henderson and Fabinho and mm. and because their midfield is in transition 
Which, yeah. which if I was Liverpool fan with that midfield, I, I would be excited about the potential. Mm. You know, you, you'd be patient and say, no, but th- this will come. And if this, if this really blends the way it should, this, this could be very exciting. Yeah. But no, it's again, it's not good enough for them. And as you say, club kickoff times, in game yeah. moments, the sad, the only VAR, nothing's ever good enough. No, so we're fight, we're fighting a, a, a titan, you know, a kaiju, you know, a fucking yeah, absolutely, the most mythical of monsters, and expecting they won with a fucking spud gun, and, and yeah. that's just how it is. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a joke, mate. It is. Uh, Sorry about that. We were out there, but it's just they just I, I don't even hate them, but well, I do. I, I fucking do. despise them, yeah. but I, I'm not going to like lose it and just I roar and scream because I just look at them and I be like. The whole system's bent. It's not even regardless of your one, and I would hate to be in your shoes. I would just hate to act like one of you, yeah. like one of these tits that drive around my town with a QR cord and fucking yeah. Liverpool decals and everything. It looks like something out of a fucking BBC comedy sitcom. From the 80s. You know, it's fucking embarrassing. Like, there's a boy running around Derry with a big Liverpool badge on his van. Get in contact with a pod. We're having it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, fighting in her pants and her football tops. <laughs> um... There were a few little moments in the game actually. Um, the referee fucking ruined it, and and uh, you know the game. It was game over at that point once Ashley Young wins. But it was, it was, a- it was and that's the thing. Yeah, I just went fuck's sake. I no one I said to myself, I says, I have to fucking watch this now for the pod. Yeah, that's it. I'm working the night. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working after working the pod. I have to watch this shit. That's yeah. how it felt. Eh? I mean, but there was a moment, and and it could have been a different story perhaps in the very first minutes of the game. Uh, McNeil. He, he robs the ball and he swings a really nice cross to that effort. Yeah, fucking leaps head and shoulders above Van Scheidt and and he headers it straight to Allison. Should have been in. Should have been one yeah. nil. That's that, it's we. It's moments like that that we Dwight McNeil. You know he's coming back from injury. He's, he's had to get fit while playing, but again, just I'm excited to see McNeil even next year. You know, yeah. not that we're so in. I hope we're safe, and I, I I do think we will be. I do. Yeah, at the minute. It'll probably change in 10 minutes time when you tell me some stats, but I'm just, he's just a player I'm really excited about. Yeah. And, and, and I see now, like when we spoke to Jack as well, who's our uh, Leeds friend, I sort of seen it today with Harrison. He says, you'll watch Harrison and you will just be excited when the ball comes near him. And he says, from his first touch of a game, you'll just be like, oh no. And he's going to annoy and frustrate you. I, he didn't annoy me. But I was just like, ah, he hasn't got that X factor today. And I just felt he was lacking it. It seems nearly like he's one of those players like Andrew, with Andrew and us. He's the second best at analogies in the pod behind me, obviously. But, you know, that one about Calvert-Lewin as a Formula One car, which mm. I think is, is quite a good one. You know, if, if even 90%, mm. it's, it's, it's not what we come to expect yeah. or, or or accept, maybe. But I think maybe Harrison's... One of those, if he's slightly off it, it's he, he's, he's, he's not the player. But maybe I'm being too harsh. I don't know. I maybe. was watching at work on oh, phones, so maybe yeah. I'm being a wee bit too harsh. But um, yeah, you know how it is. You, you get a feel for a game. People might listen and, and look back and say all the good things he done. But you know, we all watch Darby's ninety miles in a ninety miles a minute. You feel composed, but you, but you're not really. But yeah. you know what? <laughs> the lads tried. You know what? And if you talk about progress, we weren't showing up at Anfield. Mm. Mate, the Martinez years aren't that far away. Yeah. Those, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think who else could absolutely smash by most people. And you know what? It's a bit of progress. Yeah. It's not what we wanted. We never thought we'd, we'd, we'd get that result. 
although yeah. it would have been nice. And I think it's always, as I was saying to James in the chat, I always get confident before a derby and I beforehand. Hmm. It's nearly as if you're like, you have a fight in school. <laughs> you remember you had a fight in school and you're shitting yourself all day leading up it. And then it was just like, right, this is happening now. And you just <laughs> got in the zone. Or even maybe a better way to do that would be with kickboxing. When I competed at kickboxing, it was like, if you had a fight coming up all week, you're absolutely breaking them and then just gets the an hour before it and you're like, what was I worried about? School to your thing. Do you know what I mean? That's how I approach derbies. Yeah. It's so, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Um, and and yeah, again, it's a shame that it's decided by such shit that isn't football because it, it, it wasn't. Like, they didn't they didn't do enough to win the game by their own merit, I don't think. Uh, the other, I mean, obviously, they're going to have chances. It's Liverpool. They create chances. But I felt like Pickford was comfortable with the chances that he got against them. Um, most of them were over the ball. Yeah. You know, and, and Branthwaite and Tarkowski were brilliant. They dealt with most things. Um, the defence, Onana... There was a tackle, I think it was on like the 15th minute. Uh, yeah, like they were three on one. Well, they nowhere. Incredible, absolutely amazing tackle. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the, the boys put a shift in, they put a fight in. Um, I just don't like the way, I don't understand why Dice was taken. He took Harrison and McNeil off and he puts Keane on. I, I I, will never understand that. With three, three out of the last four penalties against us have been from Keane. <laughs> What the fuck does that say? I, I do get it though. I, I do. It's just a shame at some, but I do get it because we've all said it. Keane is semi acceptable in a three because he's looked after. There's someone to cover when he when he isn't able to stop a ball with his foot or something else. But the problem is he went and fucking hit the ball with his hand in that motion, and that's things that you just can't help. And you, you look at that and you're you, it's not for it's unforgivable. Hmm. No, he's not. Because, uh, as we all know, we've discussed before, like in that low block, peg, peg done, he is. Now that was something Dave said today, but it is something that we've all we've all said about it. Where he does do it, but the thing is, he's good in a low block against a team that's trying to whip balls on because that's playing to his style. Liverpool don't play to that style, and that's the problem because they zip the ball. Yeah, Liverpool zip the ball, and even when they cross the ball, I'll give them credit. They. Yeah. They they don't cross a ball normally. They are so like their technicians are so good swinging that ball and especially Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah, his fucking crosses are nearly Roberto yeah. Carlos free kick esque. They look like they're going the complete wrong way, and then they just whip on. Like what a player! Mm. Typical, he's an Everton fan. You know what I mean? Plays <laughs> for them, an I one. But you know, that's where it's different. So he, he cannot be judged. No, that's the wrong words. It's like, so coming on for Keane to win those headers, he's not built for those headers. He's built for, I don't know, just just any sort of the point is, don't go generic far. footballer, you know, that's just whips the ball with a bit of spin. You know, that's where he, big slab head, bonk, out of there. But the thing is, the way you even seen it today, and any other time you watch, you have to sit and watch Liverpool. They're on their family's reds. Mine's, I have some reds too, and it's, yeah. And you're sitting watching them, and you do, and, and you do see the way they move the ball, like the way they were break, the way they break Liverpool, and they broke like that always under Klopp. Yeah. The way they manipulate the play and and how expensive they can be off it, you know. And you have to respect that part of it. Mm. You know, everybody, you no, know, like 
every nonce has a talent, but they're still a nonce. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm sure like some can juggle or whatever else. But ultimately, yeah. look, look <laughs> sorry, I just fucking hate their guts. I just thought I would just oh, be so horrible. But um, yeah, then are we? But you know, the the you have to call you you have to call a black cat a black cat. You know what I mean? It's just they they play with that serious finesse, and it does look aesthetic and the eye it does so in that term Michael Keane with his size 14 work boots is not good enough or light on his feet to move around and stop those balls I no. don't t- trust Ben Goffrey but it needed the three for some better width to close off that middle because the ball was coming through there mm. Alexander Arnold goes right once it's, that's a hard system to work around it yeah. really is mm. so I sort of I sort of get it plus McNeil and Harson when it came to an extreme tactical change, I just don't think they did enough in the first half. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I thought put a, a shift in. He was the only like outlet. He, really? he stops running McNeil. I thought he was. Oh yeah, he grinds. He definitely grinds. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and especially going backwards to help uh, Michalenko with Salah. I think that's a big part of why Salah was fairly quiet up until the end of the game. Um, well, well, I suppose the argument is, well, why not pull McNeil left wing back and pull Michalenko in the centre half because Salah is still going to come on at that left hand side. Yeah. McNeil has the work ethic to keep him and, and Michelangelo, God bless him for all his feelings. He always does well against Mosa. Yeah. So what why not? You know, that that's maybe where it could have been because you've got Tar you know, well, you've got Branfway too, he's left with a bit Branfway could have lay as that sweeper. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe that is another feeling on dice there, but you know, it's, it's the yeah. derby. What do you think to do? Because Jesus Christ, the more I think about that now, that's probably the more sensible thing. Yeah, it's just it really is, yeah. You know, it's fucking all right. You know, we've been friends for about twenty years. You know, you know yeah. and we've seen it time and time again. Like, I just don't understand why that that's even a thing anymore. Constantly being let down, and again, he's still here. Been with us for about fucking fifteen years, doing the same shit. I just don't understand it. The Corey, uh, I'll come on to him. Um, mixed reviews today. Everyone's saying he ran and he tried. I didn't see enough of him today. I don't think he put himself about um, enough. I, I think I think that they, they knew what he was about, you know. They yeah. swarmed him. They swarmed him every time he was in that final third. And he did not, it just his, his limited dribbling ability was found out. Yeah. But, but he tried. And that's why I'm not going in on them, because I think they all tried. Mm. Like Liverpool had done their homework. Yeah. And they're already better players, mm. you know. Yeah. So... It's it's just a week. It's just that. Like, no way am I coming out of this next week and saying I want this, that, and the other. I want that same lineup except Young. Yeah. Which is obviously going to be the case anyway. With Patterson on, I'm satisfied with that lineup next week. The exact yeah. same, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so do we feel um, you know comfortable that we we're, we're going to be okay this season? Despite if you look at the bigger picture, despite that game today. Yeah. Well, it's that's going to be that's going to be an evaluation done it month to month, really, isn't it? But you mm. know, we're 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 going to come on here. We're going to lose our head. We're going to we're going to be buzzing because we get a one where we where we shouldn't have got it. Like, but you know, there's 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 shit there's shits agreeing. There is there is stuffy ball. I'll be honest. I've looked at nearly every Everton team for the last five years, and sort of rolled my eyes and saying, "Is this something I could be excited about?" Mm. And yeah. it's just I've always I've always had something they pick a hole out of. Now I don't think we're gonna fucking 
going a blazing stream up the league or or do this that and the other but what i will say is you think about it if you're thinking right we've got a young defense with tarkovsky as the old head he's a limited yeah. defender but he's decent branthwaite sky's the limit at the minute um michelenko he's good in defense this is the way dice likes to play that way we can work it we've got dwight mcdade in front of him who has the energy to cover what michelenko can't and mm. michelenko will stop running up the pitch freaking out and playing a five-yard square ball that kills the play. Mm. He just needs to fucking overlap and hit a ball. I don't care if he crosses it and hits the corner flag and mm. it keeps going out for a corner, but you see slight improvements week after week. Yep. I'll take those because one or two might come off and could become something mm. and he'll build confidence and yep. he'll, he'll probably learn at that level, at that speed, because it's all learning. Mm. We all know we can play football, they're professional footballers, but at that speed and that level, like Michael Engel can go away in international football and get man of the match every week. Yeah, tends to be the case when you look at his when you look at his ratings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, so there's that there, and then on the other side, then I want Patterson with Harrison, high energy up and down them wings, overlapping. Patterson actually getting the chance now to play with a high energy winger who wants to come inside anyway, and is going to open that space for him to express himself and yep. start putting some of those good balls that we actually know he has on, mm-hmm. like that first season under Lamp or Lampard's the pink kit season. Yeah. Um, you know, and last season one, <laughs> realistically, um, at the start of last season, like especially against likes of Leeds and away in the in the Carabao Cup and stuff, like some of his balls were absolute venom. Yeah, like that was a bright spark. We were saying that could be our outlet. So there's potential there. Mm-hmm. I want, I want Ghana and Onana in the midfield. No, I don't. Garner and Onana. Yeah, you know, in that midfield. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where you've got the youth and you've got Onana now taking that defensive mantle and Garner that expressed himself and that sort of Arteta style on there because people can say he's like him or he's not. I see a bit of it. But what I will say is that um, he, he has he has the ability to express and manipulate the ball in that way and play between the lines and, and open things up for our team with some really clever balls, i.e. the Calvert-Lewin assist and stuff the other week, plus yeah. get goals the way he has been. So he's growing. The Corey and that sort of K-hole role, as people like to call it now, just that shadow striker or whatever, number 10, advanced eight. Against most other teams, it's doing really, really well. Mm. So again, that's working. I'm happy to see it. And he's a player I've criticized for a long time. This is probably the most I've ever liked him because mm. I like how he's playing and his style and that power his style. And Calvert-Lewin and Beto. Beto's learning. Again, Beto has to be in the mindset of the Onana thing. We may not see the best on the next year. Mm-hmm. Or where he's fully at this level, and that's okay as long as Calvert Lewin keeps delivering because he's been playing well too. So yeah. there's excitement in this team. Mm-hmm. There's no depth. Maybe we can get some things done January, get rid of, you know, get another centre half on. Imagine you got a loan of a centre half in the continent. Yeah. Some guy that can muscle on and put pressure on Branthwaite and see if he grows out of that yeah. or ultimately pushes back, pushes past James Tarkovsky because he's a very limited defender. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. There's potential in this team, and, and there's likability. Mm. And I haven't liked an Everton team in a long time. Until youth, yeah. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Maybe this is because I'm, I'm my carbs and my macros are up, and I'm happier because <laughs> I'm eating in bulking season, and I can have milk with my tea and stuff again. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I just find these positives, mm. and I don't have to look that hard because I'm looking with a much further mindset, if that makes sense. You know what? That, that comes from years of gradual detachment from the derby by just getting pummeled into the ground. Now it's like we're so numb to it that we can look at the bigger picture and not get carried away about today's game 
So well, we've fought our yeah. So basically, we've we fought our bully today. Yeah, it's and not we really walked we walked away from it, and we can yeah. say we could have got something if not if not for someone stepping on yeah through a punch. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And before before we got absolutely battered hmm. in front of our friends and family every single time. Yeah, really- it was just about, to the point where Liverpool didn't even care about the derby and felt sorry for us. Yeah, and you Jurgen Klopp. Tell, telling his players have time to go easy on us mm. you know fuck off you know, mm. that's the sort of thing that was happening yeah patting on the head plug it no I want an Everton that's going to fight and, and go for it so yep. you yep. know what um, yeah absolutely I mean, I, I, no. yeah just yeah, that so, is what it is yeah I'm going to go on, on it I'll just quickly before we go as well I, I thought he was Absolutely. Between him and Branthwaite, with my two men of the match, I think Amadou Anana was absolutely outstanding. He was everywhere. He was throwing some fantastic tackles in. Um, and with Liverpool's midfield, with McAllister, Gravenberch and Subozlai, I thought Onana outshone them all. Um, I thought he was absolutely sensational. Yeah. He had a big presence and character. Jared uh, Branthwaite, looked, he, he looked like he, he belonged there. He was calm and composed. That was his stage, and he loved it, um, and he was sensational all the way through. Represent, yeah. So there's there's a lot of bright sparks there, um, but yeah. Next up, West Ham away, um, tough test, of course it is. Uh, Moyes has got them playing really well, and then we've got two home games then against Burnley and Brighton. So yeah, hopefully we can get something next week against West Ham, uh, one o'clock on Sunday, and uh, yeah, not too not too bad when you look at the bigger picture, I suppose. Um, I think that's the most important thing to take from this today. But yeah, mm-hmm. Graham, appreciate your time, mate, as always. And uh, Cheers, mate. the next one, guys. Evan, are we? Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Evan Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with all your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can also catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss with us, you can reach us via email at eawpodcast at gmail.com.